My mother's always told me, you've got to start out how you can hold out. And let me just tell you, the classroom is no place to start out disorganized, unprepared, or weak. Hey, 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 teacher fam. I am your host, Lanisha Boone. And before we get started, I'd like to share some background information. I am a rock star math teacher turned district coach. I eat, sleep, and breathe math education. I love the classroom and I am totally committed to creating impact. I do understand though, that being impactful is not a one man show. We need everybody in on the fun. And that's precisely why I'm here. I want you to teach like the world depends on it because guess what? It absolutely does. I also understand that there are a lot of moving parts in our education system. And my goal is to plant the seeds so that you can bear fruit. PD for the Soul is your smart start, whether that's to your day, your professional learning community meetings, or your own personal development. I am here to ensure you start smart so you can finish strong. Are you ready to level up your teaching thinking? The Beat the Burnout series was born out of a desire to equip teachers with a toolkit that they can prepare with and pull from. We all know that teaching is a challenge and becomes even more challenging with each passing day. So far, we've discussed four major implications on teacher burnout, relationships, control, our why, and continued education. Today, I wanna add to that list, creating systems that do the work for you. So we're gonna start off today's episode with a couple of questions that I want you to reflect on. What systems are you using in your classroom to make your life easier? What tasks do you feel require systems? Now, if you don't have any answers to these questions, that may be the reason why you're feeling burned out. If you've yet to step foot into a classroom, then I feel confident that after today's short episode, you're gonna know where to get started. Long gone is the age of the teacher doing everything. Instead, We're now empowering our students to take control of their own learning journeys to make them truly competitive in this ever-changing world. The thing is, we have to teach them because many of our students aren't used to structure. Our systems create the structure they need to be successful, not just in our classrooms, but everywhere else. Classroom management isn't just about student behavior. It is actually instilling within our students the discipline they need to be successful. This includes self-regulation, but it isn't limited to it. And I'm going to give you some things, a list of questions that I want you to think about again. And this isn't an exhaustive list, but it is among the things that are most pressing. So as you're listening to these questions, think about whether or not you have answers to them. Think about whether or not these are things that you already created systems for, whether these questions are sources of heartburn for you because you know what happened last year and you don't want it to happen again this year. Let's get into this list. How will students submit assignments, whether they are late or on time? How will you differentiate your instruction? Will you use stations? And if so, what is the setup of your stations? How will students enter and exit your room? What do they need to do once they enter? Will you utilize a note-taking system? How will you track growth? And how will you involve your students in this process? 
If students don't pass assessments, will they have an option to retest? How will students alert you if they don't understand? What is your rubric for exit tickets or cool downs? And how will students know where they are before leaving your classroom? Will you utilize group work? How will students know what productive group work looks like? What rules will you have in place in your classroom? And what is the process when they are not followed? When will your students use the bathroom? Will students be allowed to speak out or will they raise their hands to contribute to conversations? Will students be allowed to roam about the room during class or will there be a specified time for them to take care of their needs like sharpening pencils? Having appropriate systems in place is essential to not only your sanity, but the sanity and productiveness of your students. I am sure you've heard of bell ringers, do nows, warmups. These activities are components of a system. By having students get right to work when they come into class, you are reinforcing that we are in school to learn and it prevents a lot of the disruptive behavior that can take place in the absence of this structure. If you're wondering how to maximize this part of the system because you hate busy work just like I do, then hey, no problem. I use these activities to review previous learning. You can use a game like quizzes or Kahoot, or you can have questions written on the board. Either way, it's good practice to get those brains activated as soon as they enter the room. Now, I want you to remember, you will have to teach your students to be productive. It's not going to happen just because you show them or you tell them one time. You're going to have to do this consistently. I've had many teachers and even administrators walk by my classroom amazed that all of my students were on task. It's the consistency. I'm not some unicorn. I don't know magic. I promise you it all boils down to consistency. My students knew what to expect. They knew what my expectations were of them because I made them very clear and I held them all accountable. Now, one thing that I do want to add in here is that my processes, my procedures, my routines, my systems weren't just for my students. They were also for me because I know how I would respond in disorganization. I know the stress that I would be under when I feel like things don't have a place or things aren't in place, or I don't have a way to respond to something. I know I am not my best in those type of situations. So I did my best to prevent those type of situations from ever occurring, okay? So now, we talked just a little bit about what happens when the kids come into the room, but what about when they leave your room? It's important that you make clear that you're the one that's going to dismiss them, not the bell, not the time on the clock. You don't want students repeatedly reminding you, Miss Boone, it's 9.07. Miss Smith, it's 11.10. While you're in the middle of wrapping up your lesson of going over some main concepts from the cool down that you saw that a lot of kids missed. You don't want that constant reminder, okay? It's your classroom, so you're gonna have to lead it from the front, okay? So what are some things that you wanna make sure that they do? Clean up behind themselves for one. They gotta replace their desk in case you guys did some type of game where you were moving seating around. You need to make sure that they have a way to turn in their work. Clean up their areas. Everything necessary to have your classroom in working order before that next group of kids arrive or before the next day. You shouldn't be the one running around cleaning up when you had 20 able-bodied human beings in your space. They can help out too.
In addition to entering and exiting your classroom, you also need to consider how students will submit assignments. Will they be submitting them in class or online? How will they make up the work if they're absent? Are you using some type of learning management system like Canvas? So if that's the case, how will they access the work if they're out? And how can they do this without throwing off your morning by searching for these activities they've missed, okay? Some teachers have calendars on their walls uh, with folders, with the work inside the folders. So I want you to think about how can you organize your classroom that will prevent some of these things from happening. So this brings a lot up about organization. And I know this is a lot to think about and to consider. So what I've done to make your life just a little bit easier is I've created a systems template that you can use to get started. And I'm going to include it in the show notes. If this were an in-person session, I would arrange you into groups of two or three. And the objective would be to use this time to get the input of others. Sometimes it's difficult trying to figure out everything that you need on your own. So when you have your peer, two or three brains that you are working with, it's better than just having your own, okay? By the end of this time together, I would want you guys to feel confident about having some systems in place from start to finish. In the absence of this opportunity, because obviously you're listening to me, you can't see me, I can't see you, I'm going to challenge you to meet with your colleagues and determine what systems are necessary. If you taught last year, you can reflect upon the things that went really well. You will want to keep those systems. And the things that cause frustration, you will need to develop a system for those things that will prevent those feelings from happening this year. If you weren't teaching last year, this would be a good time to learn from your peers. Ask them what processes did they have in place that made their lives easier. Also ask what they wish they could have done differently. Use this time to discuss processes, routines, and systems, not to discuss children, okay? I'm going to say that again. As you're talking with your colleagues about last year, use this time to discuss the processes, the routines, and the systems. Don't use this time to discuss children. Why am I emphasizing that? Well, one, because we're going into a new school year and we want to give children a fresh start. We don't want to go in there day one with biases based on conversations that we've had with a previous year's teacher. We don't want that, okay? We don't want that at all. We want to give them a clean slate. We haven't taught them anyway, right? So focus on those processes. Your homework for this episode is simple. Create your systems. My mother always said you have to start out how you can hold out. You can't start out disorganized and expect the kids to be organized. Create the foundations that your classrooms and the school year will live upon. And watch how differently you feel. Before you go, tell me what you think. Subscribing to PD for the Soul means you love it and you want more. Rating us means you got something you want to get off your chest and I hope it's good. And downloading means, whoa, baby, you got space on your device and you want to fill it with this good, good. Man, I hope it's all three. See you guys in the next episode.